Hey ho, hi, hey hey, this is the PlayStation Report, uh, this is Frank, uh, I'm here with Tyler, we're recording very, very early this time, we're actually recording on a Wednesday, because, Tyler, you're about to go on vacation, how do you feel about that? Feeling pretty good, I'm ready, ready, we're, um, going up to the New England area, Ooh. so, we're spending two days in Boston. So that'll be fun. Day in Salem, a little bit in Newport, Rhode Island. So lots of good stuff. I, I've been itching to go back to Boston ever since we went to PAX Ooh. in, what, 2016 now? Anything in particular you're looking to do while you're in Boston? Uh, There's a bunch of, like, places that we're going to go and some beers we're going to be drinking. Um, I'm excited. One of the breweries we're planning on going to is like literally one of the top five breweries in the whole country. Ooh, okay. Treehouse Brewing Company. I'm very excited. So, yeah, lots of lots of good stuff. Just grinded today at work. I I am the guy that will um, just set up a bunch of emails and send them all at once at the <laughs> end of the day. Yeah. And I shot off twelve emails all at the end of the day. I'm like. Fuck it, I'm done, I'm done. Yeah, I spent an hour getting them all ready. I'm like, I'm done. Because I hate sending an email and then working on a different one, like responding, and then other people start responding, and then you're just like in this never-ending fucking rabbit hole of emails. Mm -hmm. So I will literally just load them all up, shoot them out, close my email, get back to doing other things. Yeah. So, yeah. I am uh, looking forward to it. Cool, cool, cool. Um, I'm guessing. Well, you mentioned it uh, before the show. You didn't. You didn't have much time to play anything. No, not too much. I literally only really had time to play a little bit of Black Ops Cold War multiplayer. Okay. One night, because okay. um, we were also trying to finish all of our house projects before we left, which they're pretty much all done now, which is great. Awesome. So, yeah, just. Did some multiplayer. Had some really great matches where I just fucking crushed it. It was awesome. Um, they were running a playlist called Nuke Jacked, which was Nuketown 84 and Hijacked. Do you remember Hijacked from Black Ops? The, yeah, vaguely. The map, I think it was Black Ops. Maybe it was Black Ops 2. Um, it's the map uh, that's all on a ship. A okay. Cruise ship. Yeah. Okay. So, it, they had that map, and so that was that was a, a fun playlist to jump in. Um, you know, a couple of the other maps are growing on me a little bit. Some of the original ones, mm. um, in the game. Um, yeah, start set up some more classes. Just digging more into it, but it's a, I mean, it's a Call of Duty multiplayer. Kind of know what you're getting. Perks, score streaks, gunsmith. There's a lot going on with it, but it's it's a fine multiplayer for sure. Awesome, awesome. Well, I didn't know what I got today when I when I picked up this Rockstar X Durance uh, Kiwi <laughs> Strawberry. I am immediately having a headache right uh, now uh -oh. <laughs> because uh -oh. of it. So uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna set that aside and just not drink that anymore. Um, there's probably a reason that was on the bottom shelf, and I'm experiencing that reason. Uh oh. Uh oh. Um, you, the 300 milligrams. I don't think it's the caffeine that's doing that to me. Hmm. 
Perhaps it is. Hold on, let me look at these. Uh, this cocktail of ingredients here. Uh, it might be the cock ten Ooh. that's in here. I'm not Ooh. sure if you heard of cock ten. No. Um, well, I've heard of it. I have no clue what it is though. No super creatine, yeah, which right. uh, I know. It, I know is in a lot of uh, energy drinks now. Yeah. Energy drinks somehow. I'm not sure when this happened, but energy drinks became a thing for people working out. I'm not sure if that's always been the thing around energy drinks, but I, I noticed so. that a lot now. Yeah. Yeah, I've noticed that too. But I, I don't think it was mm. before. Mm. Energy drinks, they're getting a little wild. They are. They're, had... they're putting a lot of things in energy. I mean, they always have, but yeah. like, it seems like they're just... It's an arms race out there now. Yeah. I've been trying to branch out a little bit, just try different stuff. Like, I, I got that Bahama Mama G Fuel, okay. which is yeah. just super tasty. Um, but I, a few weeks ago, I had a, a bang. Yes. And, but it was uh, called Miami Cola. Okay. Do not drink this. It was horrible. <laughs> it was like the worst tasting energy drink I ever had. Like, it tried to taste like a, a Coca-Cola or something along those lines, but it was like energy a fight it was weird and mm. it just oh man it tasted so bad i could barely even muscle through it what is a miami cola i, I, have, I have to look that i up. really don't know like the can was like white and greenish um but i don't know exactly what it is okay so miami cola is nothing it's just this bang energy drink yeah that it was there is nothing called a Miami Cola. Yeah, it was really bad. It was really bad. Also, randomly, because this is the type of shit I look up, I was very curious because I'm like, you know, there's a lot of popular ones, but I'm like, what is the most popular energy drink? Do you know what it is? Is it still Red Bull? Yes. Okay. I did not know that. I honestly thought it was Monster, but no, it's it's Red Bull and then Monster. And then Rockstar? I forget. Rockstar was actually not even in the top five. Okay. It was um, sugar-free Red Bull and then a different type of monster. Oh, I think it's the sugar-free monster, the ones that are in, like, the blue cans. Yeah. And um, then the kind of regular, I don't even think it's the regular one, but the most popular bang was actually up oh, there. Okay. It's really come along, I guess. All right. I was just surprised. I honestly thought it would have been monster over Red Bull, but I guess it makes sense. Hmm. Red Bull is a little bit more everywhere, I guess. Yeah, I, I think Red Bull as an international brand yeah. might just be bigger. Exactly, exactly. Monster yeah. might be bigger here in the states yeah. because you know, monster trucks. That's where. That's why. <laughs> that's why they call the monster trucks because of because yes. of Monster Energy. They they pump it right into the fuel tank and the trucks just grow. Yes. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Speaking of Red Bull, this isn't a great oh, transition, okay. but well, what about that Japanese? Grand Prix getting canceled in F1. Eh, I it's mean, inevitable, but sad. It's yeah. inevitable, and it's also kind of like damning of, wow, they just fucking had the Olympics. Yeah, right. And they probably shouldn't have based on this decision. Right. Uh, yeah. I feel like... They're still if, doing the Paralympic Games here in a week. In Japan? In Japan. Oh. See, I feel like Japan probably would have canceled the Olympics if they could. Yes. You know, it's unfortunately but a But, like, they would have... If they had chosen to do that, there would have been a lot of legal action against yeah. them from, like, sponsors and the Olympic organization. Yeah. Which is awful. unfortunate. 
when you put that up against a global pandemic. <laughs> yeah. It it is unfortunate, but yeah, I'm just the yeah, money must flow. <laughs> no Suzuka. I wonder what they're going to do because now there's two races that are open because Australia mm. got canceled, Japan got canceled. Hurry up, get that Miami track ready. Yeah. <laughs> I I know the last time F1 race there was a disaster. Go to Indy. Go to mm. Indianapolis. Yes. Speaking of Indianapolis, did you by chance catch any of that NASCAR race? No, I didn't watch the NASCAR race. Okay. I I did not, but uh, r- really, I mean, I had it on when you came over. Yeah. And then right as you left, uh, I just turned turned on and it was still on shockingly because apparently there was like back-to-back red flags at the end because you should look this up like go on their twitter and just find the video of it because it was straight up like a fucking video game the curb started to come up so they go around i forget which turn it was but it's like a little it's right before they go on the uh back straight okay straight like they have that little like boom boom turn yep. um that curb literally started to come up and and it came what up what do you mean come up like it was detaching from the track because oh. they were <laughs> fucking hitting it so much these okay. stock cars you know okay an open wheel car would you know for the Just most part they avoid and... avoid curbs or they bounce over it, right yeah. it's a lot better but not a big fucking heavy stock car and this curb was made of metal, I think, which is different than some of the other curbs NASCAR yeah. uses on some of their tracks. So it literally came up, fucking demolished one of the cars, put oil all over the track. Dude, it was car after car after car that went into the tire barriers, just off the track, just fucking wrecked. There was at least 10 cars that got fucking wow. destroyed. And it was all because this curb came up. And they literally had to red flag the race. They removed the whole curb. And then finished the race in the last, you know, they do like an overtime. It's like a green, white check sort of yeah. thing. Yeah. And then someone, you know, I forget who was leading, but they got fucking dumped, like literally just dumped like <laughs> and and then dumped after the other guy got a penalty because he ran off the track into the grass and didn't rejoin the track safely. Like the one time NASCAR decides track limits are a thing. <laughs> yeah, it was it was a goddamn shit show. The end of it. I I. You know, even if you're not an NASCAR fan, just look that up because mm. it's it is quite hilarious. The ending of that race. <laughs> yeah. All right. That... I was like, this is this is kind of a fucking joke, but whatever. <laughs> it's entertaining, I guess. Kind of a joke, but also entertaining. We played some of the Ascent. Yeah. Uh, it's got a lot of jokes. <laughs> it it has. It a thinks lot of it's jokes. very funny. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes it is because it's so stupid. Like, just the names of characters in especially locations is very, mm-hmm. very interesting, very uh, immature, but the game kind of embraces it, I yeah. guess. Um, but yeah, like... This is very much a game for the teens. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, I was very much enjoying the time we had uh, up until the end of our time when the game started just glitching the fuck out like it was really bad yes to yeah and so i mean we were just kind of we were rolling we got new armor new weapon upgrades new weapons you dumped max points into crits yeah i can't put any more points so, in crit right now. yeah That's so it. i mean we're we're rolling and we we picked up some fucking 
monster testicles. Yeah, that was the yeah, thing that was we a, did. We went balls deep. <laughs> we did. That's what that quest was called. Yes, we did. So, and the game just throws side quests at you all over the place. Yeah. Like, we have so many side quests, but we can do, like, two of them because um, of level caps or whatever, um, or the leveling for the quest. But, um, yeah, so, I mean, we're rolling along. You know, things are going pretty good, having a lot of fun. Get to this story mission, which was kind of like a boss fight yeah. at the end. And we got fucking trucked. Yeah. Like, it was really bad. But it's the first time we're going into this. Kind of didn't know what to expect. But somehow, we're like level, what, 11? Yeah. And this mission was level 6. And it took us probably five or six times to do it. Yeah. But the game was glitching out on reloading. Like, one time it would reload us right back at the fight. And then another time it would checkpoint us back to the previous fight which was a pretty long one. So we had to redo all that and then go back in only to get fucking demolished again and have like the UI get fucked out on the screen. And it was just really, really bad. And then we finally finished it and we, we, you know, beat the boss, all this stuff. And we're going back to like sell stuff. And, you know, we're playing on a series S which mm-hmm. I know is not a Series X. It's not the most powerful thing. But I, it literally popped up and said that the console was out of memory. Yep. Like something on a PC. I have never, ever had that happen to me on a console. Mm. I was like, that was just like a, a stunning thing. Because after going through all this just annoying glitchiness, in finally defeating that, that just fucking crashes, and we're like, oh, my God. Yep. This is awful. Luckily, everything saved. Yes. Which is good, because if it didn't save, I don't know if I'd be returning that game. Mm-hmm. That would fucking piss me off, but... Oh, my God. <laughs> Never yeah. seen... Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't know. know. Like, we'll see. Like, I haven't really kept up to date with, like, how often that game's updating or whatever. Um but it's been out for like a month and it's still like I got to pick this save to get my character. Yeah. It's when it doesn't really even let weird. you preview like what that save is. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's really weird because we're it's like we have the same save, but it's made separate saves for our characters. Mm-hmm. So at first, like I had to choose a save and then you had to choose a save. Yeah. But you chose the wrong one. It was like this default character. So then we had to back out and load the other one, which was your character. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's very unnecessarily confusing. I think in general, though, adding a second player on Xbox is just confusing. A little bit to me. Like, yeah, it's it's easy to sign in and all that stuff, but when yeah. you're on the dashboard and you both can control it and it's like, I don't know, it just, it's very confusing to know, like, what's what kind mm. of thing, but... Talking about confusing a, uh, yeah. UIs, I got a PlayStation 5 this Woo! week. Picked it up on Monday evening. I was about to sit down. I, I pulled a beer out of the fridge, and then I got an email that says, your order is ready to pick up. I'm like, all right, put the beer back in the fridge. <laughs> Man, maybe you should have just took it with you. Nah. 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 <laughs> um, yeah. Went and picked that up, and yeah, I've been playing some PlayStation 5 video games. Uh, setup it's was over. super easy. Finally. Yeah, like it's over. The one. search for a PlayStation 5 is over. <laughs> you um, had to I got spend it. way more than you needed to, but you got one. 
yeah yeah um and yeah it's it was easy to set up i Mm. downloaded some games and actually it actually downloaded the ps5 versions of those games instead of both versions which is what i heard was happening before well yeah which games did you download uh f1 2021 uh and it downloaded the just the ps5 version of that okay that's Um, good even though i bought it on ps4 Mm -hmm. um I, cool. I downloaded Destiny 2, which downloaded the PS5 version of that. Yeah, that's this is good to hear because, like, Destiny 2, when that came out, I actually had to go to the PlayStation Store. I had to search for it, and I had to do all this fucking mm-hmm. nonsense. So it's good that it seems like they maybe made that a little easier. Yeah. Um, they downloaded the PS5 versions of it, but, like, it was was hard for me to tell like which version downloaded at first like i had to do a little bit of searching mm-hmm. like to figure out like you now there's a way you can check out like which version is uh downloaded yeah. but yeah it took me a little bit to figure that out um i think it launched the way that i had to figure it out was actually go to storage oh. because it would <laughs> tell you there if it was a ps4 or ps5 and it's just yeah it's 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 not like that thanks for beta testing for me yeah um, no problem <laughs> Um, but yeah, I've been playing a couple games. I played some Ratchet and Clank. Ratchet, yeah, I, you know what, I, um, there's a typo here now. And, um, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, um, and I, I played like maybe three, four hours of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm to the point where, uh, I've got to go find some phase, phase Chris Quartz, phase yes. Quartz. Yep. Yes. Yep. Um, I'm, I'm up to that point, um. Really dig it. I fucking really dig it. Yeah. I had to switch it though, um, because quality mode was a little bit framey for me. Yeah. Uh, so I did. Way. I did performance with ray tracing. Yes. That is. That's. That's what I'm playing that's, on now. That's the ideal way to play. That's the way I played. Yeah. As well. It looks good. Yeah. It plays very well. So. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I'm. Yeah. I'm really digging it. There was. I, I like how that game opens up where, where it's Parade that has mm-hmm. a bunch of references to stuff earlier in Ratchet and Clank, if you know. Yep. Um, it's, yeah, yeah. It is a fantastic experience when, so far. When that game opened up, I was just, like, blown away visually by it. I'm like, there mm-hmm. is so much beauty and life in this. Like, holy shit. Um, yeah. So, yeah, what are you thinking about, like, how it plays and everything? Oh, it's... How you liking that like, dual sense too? Uh, I do like the dual sense. I think my fingers are just strong though. I can hardly oh. feel the, like I can feel where the <laughs> double trigger is, but mm-hmm. I'm like, I, that ain't that much more effort. That's it's a- it's not uh, like Returnal. If you pick up Returnal, you'll there's definitely a difference there. Okay. Whereas Ratchet, yeah, I, I'm kind of with you. Like it. it it was a little hard to tell sometimes. Like uh, there were there were moments where I was like, oh shit, I don't want to be shooting both barrels on this gun mm-hmm. uh, because ammo right um but yeah it plays just like i remember ratchet and clank playing and that's all i want yeah um yeah it's it's awesome what do, what do you think of like the the opening of the game does you know you're going through a lot of different riffs things oh, like yeah. that, that, that loading what do, was, what do you think of that yeah it's amazing it's amazing yeah. especially like 
I'm not sure, like, if this is what you're really talking about here, but, like, when you go through rifts and you're, like, on one end of a rift and you can just look through on the other side and see everything on the other side of that rift Mm -hmm. and just walk right through and you're there and it's, it's, it's great. It's, it's a neat, neat thing to look at and, yeah, I, I I just really love Ratchet and Clank so much. I'm, I'm glad I'm able to play it. Right. Um, yeah, so are you, so yeah, I'm just making sure I, I know where you're at. So you're going for all the, the, the crystals, right? Or, uh, I haven't traveled to the planet with the, okay. with okay. the, I'll with stop. the phase quartz yet. Okay. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm still on that, uh, early, earlier planet with the morts. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm just dicking around finding some of the collectibles mm-hmm. there. Okay. I'll, I'll wait till next time we talk then. Cause I, I want to ask you something. Cause I think it's the planet you're about to go to where, like, the power of the PS5 SSD, you know, the instant loading thing, that is where I was, I think the planet you're about to go to, where I was truly blown away. Mm, okay. I mean, I think it is way cooler than using a rift or going through a portal or whatever in kind of a cinematic fashion. Mm-hmm. Like, it is, like, the first time I did it, I'll just say, I just, like, my jaw dropped. I just, like, literally sat there for a second. I'm like, I I kind of just can't believe this. Like, it wears off after a little while just because you get used to it. But just to think of, like, here's this, and then it completely loads to this at the snap of a finger. It's just... Does it make you think what they can do blood. with a Titanfall 3? Yeah, it, it. I mean, it makes me think of what they can just do, period, with this console when they... You know, eventually can move on to just developing for it. Yeah, I'm. I'm just thinking like how Titanfall Two had had the level in that in that manufacturing mm-hmm. facility, and I'm like, yeah. And they also had like the time the time uh, time travel kind mm-hmm. of thing where you're going yeah. back and forth between. Yeah, that's that and, like one of the coolest levels in a first person shooter. Yeah, so I'm thinking like if they do a Titanfall Three with like the power of like this quick loading like mm-hmm. that could be freaking amazing yeah i even think of like it's not exactly the same but like a dishonored okay two, like clockwork mansion level oh yeah how like totally that was like a mind fuck of a level with a bunch of different things going on like like man something like that could be dope maybe death loop will have something with that who knows yeah but yeah. cool i'm glad you're enjoying ratchet yeah. what else did you play uh i i been playing a lot of demon souls right uh and people are going to call me a fake gamer because i'm playing demon souls as a magician mm. not the royal the royal is the actual easiest one because they give you um give you a ring that recharges your mp mm-hmm. um so i have to actually manage that stuff right now I'm, eventually you can get that item but it's really expensive or i have to find a find a character to trade an item with uh to get that item but like right now yeah i'm just blasting spells at at these fools and just killing them before they can even hit me mm, um wow how does that work out in a boss fight uh you just i'll tell you how it works out in a boss <laughs> fight i have defeated let's see i have defeated three i want to say yeah three bosses mm-hmm uh, the Phalanx is the first boss. I beat it first try. Ooh. All right. 
The Tower Knight is the second boss. Fucking motherfucker. Took me five tries. All right. It's not bad. The run to the Tower Knight is the thing that gets you. If you get on tilt on the run to the Tower Knight, that's where you die. Hmm. <laughs> um, and then, uh, th- oh no, I defeated four bosses. The Armored Spider took me two tries. And then uh, the Fool's Idol took me one try. Wow. That's awesome. So is it just like your attacks are just so powerful like what's it's what's it like do? so it's a combination of oh yeah the magic is kind of a little overpowered because it is this resource that you're spending um but you can have consumable items that refill that mm-hmm. um but also it's like you don't have to engage with some of the enemy's attacks because you can fire at a range yeah right okay um so like the big thing with the tower knight is like if you're playing a melee character, you got to wait for him to do like this big shield bash um, on the ground, and then get around behind him and clip at his ankles until he falls over. But if you're using magic, you can just like shoot magic at him when his shield's out of the, when he's mm-hmm. preparing a different attack and his shield's out of the way. And you just fucking pop him with your magic. Yeah. It's like yeah, um, yeah, and like other bosses have similar attacks that are like. Well, you don't have to worry about this attack anymore. Um, and especially, like, the Fool's Idol um, boss fight is super easy because the thing about that is that it creates a bunch of decoys. So you can just plink one of the decoys with your magic and then it disappears. And and you're good. Uh, you, don't have to, you don't have to run around as much. Yeah, you can yeah. hide behind a pillar... Shoot one decoy. Oh, it's not that one. Shoot shoot another one. Okay, that's the boss. Plink, plink, plink. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. I mean, cool. magic is very easy. It is overpowered. But that's just how I'm going to play this game, because I never did a magic build in a Souls game before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that's cool. So, uh, how pretty is this game? Oh, it is fucking beautiful. Yeah, man. yeah. It is. It. So, it's a different style from Ratchet & Clank. Right, but yeah, it's it is breathtaking. <laughs> Some of the sights you see in mm-hmm. Demon Souls, um, and yeah, it's it's really good. Um, yeah. yeah, really digging it. Uh, Want to fight some more bosses? <laughs> right now, I'm kind of getting lost in the tunnels uh, in in World Two. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So overall, like, what you what you thinking? You glad got PS Five now? I am really happy that it's there uh, because yeah. yeah, the new Apex season just started a couple weeks ago. I I kind of want to kind of want to get back into that. Can't wait for them to actually like release a PS Five version of that. Yeah, though. I know. Yeah, um, definitely. Yeah, I just really looking forward to it. I will say though, I'm looking at Returnal, seventy bucks. Mm. I'm like. Yeah. Do yeah, I no. do I want to spend seventy bucks on Returnal? I know that's probably that's a weird thing to say because like I'm not in the know. I don't know like what they need to charge for a game to make a return on it. Like a return. <laughs> <laughs> but like I just look at that game and then I look at the other games I paid seventy bucks for and I'm like, oh, um, I'm not sure what what's happening here. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm. Yeah, like I bought Returnal with like a gift card, so I didn't fully spend seventy dollars on it. But 
one of the first things I thought when I started playing Returnal, I was like, Frank's going to fucking love this game. Okay. Like, I do think it would be your type of game. All Just right. with the action. The w- and honestly, that is probably one of the best playing games on a console like ever like the dual sense it's just like so responsive and the way they used it is really fucking cool and this is coming from someone that sucks balls at the game okay so <laughs> i don't know i think i think you could dig it i'm i'm also excited for you to uh eventually play that miles morales all right because uh yeah that's a great that, that, that's great on the list I, i'm trying to take like mm-hmm. i have I already fucked up and I'm playing two games at yeah. once, right? Well, really, if I'm if I'm counting the other games that I'm just not even going to talk about here, I'm playing like three or four games at once. Mm-hmm. If you want to talk about KOTOR and Final Fantasy fourteen, yeah, yeah. And I'm and I'm watching that. I'm watching that Clone Wars. I watched a few up. So what I'm doing right now, and it, I don't know. This isn't meant as a plug, but I I am watching the Clone Wars series, and I'm also listening to that uh, more civilized age. Uh, podcast mm. that austin walker is doing with a few other people mm-hmm. so yeah cool. that's that's a lot of fun i'm i enjoy star wars clone <laughs> wars the animated series i never thought it's I'd pretty good you say that <laughs> ever that's hilarious the droid awesome humor though. is pretty good mm. that's pretty um, good well yeah glad you glad you got ps5 man yeah. that's the thing you know about Honestly, like, Sony's done a pretty good job of, like, having exclusive games there to yeah. play, you know? Like, there's just a bunch of uh, games that you can dive into without even getting, like, a third-party game or anything, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, it's they, they've done a good job, whereas Xbox, like, yeah, Game Pass is great. They're just not fully there yet with yeah. the exclusives, but it'll be coming, so. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well... Cool. Uh, we are. Rec- hmm? Did you get a disc version? No, I got a digital version. Oh, cool! All right. I I wish I could have got a digital version. I'll be honest with you. Mm. So that's cool. Anyway, <laughs> what what did you think though when you brought it out of the package of like Jesus? This thing is. It's to me. It was way bigger than I thought it was going to be. In a uh. way, I I knew it was going to be big, but I'm like, wow. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I'm i not going to say I was surprised, because I've already seen yours. Yeah. I've right. already seen yours. Right. But I I was like, man, did I should have taken some measurements, because I'm not sure if this is going to fit in, yeah. and it fits right, <laughs> it fits in my TV stand where, where it needs to go, but I was like, that's a little bit tight. I know, I know, that's, that's what I was worried about. I put it in there, and I'm like, wow, it's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean cool. it's it's a good looking console. I have I have it sitting on its side. It's a little bit weird how that clip mm. goes on. Like, yes, I didn't read the instructions, <laughs> so I was like, oh, I see the symbols here. I guess I put it mm. like. <laughs> yeah, I still don't know if mine's on right, but it's <laughs> it's sitting it, there flat. It's sitting there flat, and I'm like, I, I'm just not gonna touch it. It's fine. It's not upside down like mm. on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like who who did that? Mark Cerny did that on yeah, a video. It was a commercial, I think, a TV. Spot, okay. That they did that. It's funny. Yeah. All right. Uh, short uh, news week. We didn't have much time t- to gather much news because you know it's it's Wednesday. It's we are uh, in the midst of a hump day. Um, 
But we do have some news here. Let's start with some drama. Some drama. Some of Epic um, deciding it wants to crush indies rather than working with them. Um, Fortnite... Well, it's not really the story that I want to talk about. It's... it's, what this article or whatever, but Fortnite created their imposter mode that is pretty much a copy paste of Among Us. And uh, Among Us, the Among Us uh, team is not very happy about that um, because they didn't even reach out for any sort of partnership. They've done partnerships before with other brands, but they decided here just to uh, just to copy paste a little bit here. Which seems to be Fortnite's MO. They decide they want to copy whatever. they Fortnite originally was this PvE experience, and then it saw Battle Royales being popular. And like, hey, we're going to go do that. Which, okay, yeah, they had their own twist on that. Like, the, the building and all that. They had their game that they're turning into a Battle Royale. But here, this imposter mode seems very much like they saw the popularity of Among Us, specifically this... This one game in the, in the genre of the social deduction games, and decided that it pretty much wanted to do what it was doing. Um, and yeah, I just I personally feel uncomfortable with this, and I can cite a specific example. Like, if this is cool, if if the industry decides, hey, this is cool, what's going to stop say Halo from adding a portal gun and eating Splitgate's lunch? Yeah. Yeah, it's and it seems like they even like nearly copied the map. Yeah. In a way too, like Among Us, I guess their main map. I still haven't played Among Us, but you know, I've seen people play it and it's a yeah, it's just a little it's a little fucked. Only like it happens all the time in entertainment. I mean, it happens in music all the time, especially like there's only so many chords you can play. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, someone copying someone, it's just going to happen. But I feel like this is really blatant, mm-hmm. like very blatant. And yeah, like Fortnite, yes, they copied PUBG, but like I said, they had their own spin on it and it just caught fire. Um and really, lightning in a bottle blew up. Now it's this massive sensation. And sometimes this happens with games like this where they get super big and then it's like, well, what do we got to do to keep new people coming in? So they start taking ideas from other games that are trying to compete with them. And in this case, Among Us, one of the most popular games in the world, you know, is what they're doing. You know, we've seen it happened with call of duty where call of duty got super popular everybody chased call of duty and then call of duty adds fucking wall running from titanfall mm-hmm. and all this other stuff and then you know Warzone and but yeah they're putting their own twist on it they're really only stealing mechanics and putting their own call of duty spin on it they're not stealing uh an entire fucking game mode literally basically copying it mm-hmm. almost like almost like thing for thing with the map and everything it's just it seems just a little too obvious to me and a little too blatant it's 
it's kind of weird because I don't understand why, you know, the developer goes, you know, said that, you know, it would have been really cool to uh, collaborate. Yeah. And I don't understand why Epic didn't choose to do that because honestly, I feel like that probably would have been more beneficial because now they're just going to get some bad PR for this stuff. And whereas, you know, Fortnite and Among Us in a way have a very similar audience. There's a lot of young people, young kids and stuff that are playing those games. You know, that that's a to me it's a crossover that would have made a lot of sense to do. Mm-hmm. For both of them. Like they could have done, you know, they could have had some Fortnite stuff in Among Us or something like that. Like I just don't, yeah, I don't really understand if it just feels like it would have been more beneficial for Epic to do some sort of crossover like they've done with fucking everything else yeah. in pop pop culture. <laughs> So, yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. It's a little, little, little fucked. Yeah, I, I, I feel like Epic believes that they're just big enough that they can eat whoever they want to eat. They they can do whatever they want, and like PR be damned, they have a big enough audience that not all of those people are going to pay attention to the news or right. give a shit what uh, the Among Us team thinks. Um, it and but that doesn't make it any less wrong. It's fucking. It's it's wrong like that like you can make a social deduction game like there are p- other social deduction games but they literally call this imposter mode and like one of the core concepts of Among Us is that there is an imposter. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like you could have you could have done something you could have had your own twist you could have. Right. But they just didn't. They they don't care. They. They actually want people to be like, oh, this is like Among Us, but it's also Fortnite. I already play Fortnite. I can ditch Among Us and just do all of that kind of game in this one game over here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just not good for the industry overall. Yeah. Like when you have a game this big, just literally outright copying another game. Mm-hmm. Nearly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's Fortnite, though. Kind of. It does what it wants. I mean, literally, like, Fortnite is the reason we have crossplay. Like, they don't give a fuck. <laughs> They're trying to take down Apple. Yeah. You know? Like, yep. <laughs> they just don't don't care. Okay. Um, let's see. What what do we want to talk about here? I mean, well, you added a few things. What, what any, any one of these you want to talk about in particular? Yeah, let's just... Get it out of the way. We talked a little bit about it last week, but it's official. Call of Duty Vanguard is the title of the next Call of Duty, and it is being revealed um, on Thursday, August 19th. So we'll talk about it next next episode, um, mm. but we will be getting a, a trailer. They're going to do some sort of reveal inside of Warzone, um, which okay. I don't know how that's going to work. I mean, it is neat when those things happen in like a live service sort of game um you know fortnite is obviously like the master at doing that stuff so who knows how it's going to work but yeah they've kind of released a couple of little teaser trailers um it's it is in world war ii it's going to have the pacific front eastern front western front north africa so literally all of world war ii okay um and who knows what else they're gonna have? Um, so, Tyler, I, I just I just want to remind you this is this podcast is gonna release after they do their little event here. So, 
right here real quick. You you have any predictions for something about Call of Duty Vanguard? <sighs> I, I've got one if you want to think about go, it. Real yeah, quick. go for it. I think they're going to make an unforced error and you're gonna play the Nazi. Mm. Mm. Why why do you think that? Because just the general feeling I have around Activision Blizzard at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bobby Kodak's gonna be like, you know who had good ideas? The Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Um, man, I really don't... I don't know what could be in this because Call of Duty, while I like it, I'm playing one of them right now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a is, lot of people are still playing the one from a couple of years ago. Yeah, <laughs> it's... it's It just... It is truly formulaic, and especially right now, like, it's it's always the same thing. You know, you have your campaign, your zombies, your multiplayer... And now Warzone too, so it's like I don't know. You, you just you, you just really start to get numb to a lot of these announcements, and it's hard to get excited about it. So, and honestly, what I'm what I'm reading of like you know all the different fronts in the game, like okay, it could be neat, but what's the twist on it? Because honestly, to me, that sounds like a fucking PS2 game. Yeah, when we got all uh-huh. those World War II shooters that you just literally hopped around all these different, you know, pieces of World War II, Call of Duty has done that before. You know, I think of Call of Duty 2. Yeah. <laughs> and 3 are, like, the two games that really come to mind where you were just all over the place in different spots. Um, so what's the twist? Um, I think if if I have a prediction, I feel like they might do some sort of alternate history sort of thing. Mm. For the campaign. Where you play as the Nazi. Oh. Yeah, maybe, maybe. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm not I saying know. I want that. I, I just know. have a bad feeling <laughs> that something like that's going to happen. Because b- the Battlefield Five, they had you play as a Nazi tank commander. Mm-hmm. It, I know that's EA, but, like, this is another World War II game from big publisher that might not have the right sensibilities around these things. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I'm curious if this game's on fire or not Mm. with just the development of Call of Duty, you know, even how it had the shift last year um, with Sledgehammer being taken off the lead of and then Treyarch kind of having to come in a year early again. um, You know, how does is does that still affect this game? Just development during the pandemic on a game like this? period um the activision blizzard stuff that's been going on recently mm-hmm. like how how potentially on fire is this game yeah. i don't know if we'll know right away but i don't know not not very excited for it i'll be honest with you like will i play it probably at some point i'm not gonna lie you know <laughs> but i don't know all right well things that you may or may not play tyler gonna have to wait till 20 well okay so it's still on track for 2021 but spider-man in marvel's avengers is coming in 2021 they say it's still on track to make that um would you are you going to play as spider-man in marvel's avengers Mm, maybe maybe (laughs) 
this war for Wakanda stuff um, with the Black Panther, it does look neat. Mm-hmm. Maybe if there's a Spider-Man and I'm coming back to this game to play through the Spider-Man content, the Black Panther content, the Hawkeye content, you know, mm. you know, that's a pretty decent amount of stuff. But then I'd probably start playing the game and go, oh, yeah, it's this, this game. Yeah, this. <laughs> okay. They really haven't changed it that much or something like that. Like, uh, I can see that happening. Um, cause the game itself wasn't overly exciting to play sometimes. Um, you know, I know there is the PS5 version that is out. Like, you know, one thing that just sucked about the game is the loading times were fucking horrendous and, you know, PS5 version, that's going to be a lot better. Mm-hmm. So maybe, maybe, but I also just think about this game in the state of it. Like, I know more people will come back to it here soon because of the Black Panther stuff. It does look like the most substantial update that they're having. Um, but I'm just like, how fucking stupid was it for them to make a deal for just PlayStation? Like, for Sony, sure, and maybe maybe they got a big chunk of cash, so it doesn't fucking matter, but when your game is dying and you you put out Spider-Man, probably the most popular Marvel character, only on one console when it really could benefit all of the ecosystem, doesn't make a lot of sense to me, but I guess they got a fat wad of cash from Sony. I don't know. Makes a Marvel Games as a service doesn't make much sense to me either, especially when it's uh, you're playing as these the official characters. Like if it was something like, "Hey, you're a hero in the Marvel universe," that would have made more sense to have a game as a service because then you can, can you, that that progression makes sense. But what I hear about Marvel's Avengers, you're kind of just you get equipment to what basically just attach numbers to your mm-hmm. character. You do. Um, and nothing else. Correct. And maybe you unlock some skins, but yeah, the end game is is chasing numbers and skins. Which, sure, that's a lot of games in a way. Mm. You know, in a way, that's destiny. You want that badass armor, but that stuff actually matters in Destiny too. Whereas yeah. in this game, it just it literally doesn't matter the gear that I'm getting. That's one probably the thing that sucks the most about it. It just does not fucking matter. I am putting on stuff to just put stuff on. Like, it got to the point where I was just like, yeah, I don't really give a fuck what's on. Mm. Because it doesn't matter. And then, why would I want to chase a skin? Why would I want to play a bunch of repetitive stuff when the gameplay just isn't already really that great Mm. to just get a skin? That doesn't make any sense to me. You know? That's not super rewarding or engaging to me. You know, I like the story of this game. I wish there was a lot more of that. And I know these DLCs do have some of that, but it's not like not like I'm going to get 20 more hours out of this game. You know what I mean? Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I just wonder, you know, when Spider-Man comes out, do they have another character or something that they're going to launch alongside Spider-Man? Kind of be like, hey, Xbox PC players, here's more stuff for you too. Hmm. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Fucking fuck. All right. Well, Square Enix also has another fire on its hands. 
I guess. Uh, well, more people can fly. The developers behind Outriders have a fire on their hands. They aren't getting paid. Um, suggesting that the game was not profitable. They're not but being they paid don't know royalties. They're not. Yes, they're not being paid royalties, which suggests that the return on investment does not match their estimate. They estimate between two and three million units were sold. Um, but uh, they don't know how, they don't know how much their game is sold, and they don't know why they're not getting paid royalties. Um, and all th- those numbers are not available to them, which seems like a big problem if you don't know how well your game is doing. If you don't know how much your game sold, that seems like a problem. Yeah. So I'm sure that they got paid to make the game. Yeah. Like Square yeah. Enix covered production, but it's, you know, what they're making afterwards. Yeah. And I'm sure, well, not sure, but I'm, I would guess the big wrench thrown into here is Game Pass. Potentially. And I'm sure that Square Enix made some pretty lucrative deal f- with Microsoft because, you know, they launched this game into Game Pass. Yeah. Um, so they had to have made a lot of money there. You know, how does that impact the deal that then Square Enix has with People Can Fly? Um, you know, is that does that money not factor into this? Is it only copies sold? You know, that, that kind of sucks. I, I think it would be, I, I just can't imagine that relationship between Square Enix and People Can Fly of them not even saying how many copies were sold. Because I'm sure People Can Fly can see how many players they've had. Yeah, so they've said they've everything. had, in its first month, They later here it says they passed three and a half million players in their first month. Mm-hmm. Um, and I imagine that that had to have grown at least like yeah. whether whether the players are sticking around or not who who could say but like more people than that have definitely played this they have millions of players right um yeah and you know i look at that game i'm like yeah it's an expensive game but i would i would think that like 2 or 3 million copies would kind of cover that development i mean mm. that's a lot of sales it, like 2 or 3 million copies Plus a big Xbox Game Pass deal. Yeah, you would think that that would cover that because this game, you know, it it had a it had its moment for sure. Mm. I love that game. It has problems, but it's still one of my favorite games of the year. <laughs> okay. Um. So I don't know. that was this year. Shit. That was this year. God yeah. damn. Feels it like was. an age ago. I know. Yeah, it's it's a weird thing, and then too like. Square is doing more projects where people can fly. I feel like that. Yeah. It's a little awkward. Mm hmm. Too. Yeah. Kind of a weird. <laughs> it's a, I just don't know if I've ever seen a developer go, like, I, we don't know how many copies we've sold because we just don't fucking know. Yeah. Like, our publisher's not telling us anything. I, I don't think I've ever seen that story before mm-hmm. in, in my time uh, just, you know, reading about the industry. Yeah. So weird. Well, let's return to something more familiar. Uh, Ubisoft Studio under investigation over sexual harassment and workplace discrimination reports. Hey, Ubisoft back in the news for the wrong reasons again. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Ubisoft Singapore uh, 
I, I believe is the studio in question here. Um, at least that's what hmm, I'm trying to trying to get through this, getting pop-ups and all that kind of stuff. You know how video game websites are nowadays. Uh, the oh wow, the forgive me if I'm not saying this correct. The tripartite alliance for fair and progressive employment practices, uh, which is Singapore's national workplace watchdog. Uh, they're investigating, yeah, Ubisoft Singapore, um, workplace culture stuff, sexual harassment. So, yeah. Uh, it didn't end last year when Yves Gamow said, I'ma fix this. <laughs> he didn't quite get there yet. Um, so, yeah. Just a reminder that uh, just because... It's it's not in the news yet. Doesn't mean or it just because this news cycle has moved past something doesn't mean the stuff is fixed. So yeah, yikes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically, it, yeah. One of a an anonymous report from the Straits Times um, got a quote of. Ubisoft Singapore has always been kind of known internally to be one of the worst studios or, or the worst Ubisoft studios in terms of culture, said one former developer of at the publisher of Assassin's Creed and Far Cry. People would visit from other studios and be like, what the fuck is wrong here? It's <laughs> <laughs> a hell of a thing to say. Yeah. Yeah. That. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, we'll. I guess we'll see where this goes. I mean, you can, you know, pretty much every major Ubisoft studio has been kind of under fire. You know, a lot of the stuff that came out last year was mostly centered around people that worked at like Ubisoft Montreal, Quebec, Toronto. They're bigger studios, um, but Singapore is still a pretty decent sized studio for Ubisoft. I mean, they have a ton of them all over the place. Um, but, you know, Ubisoft Singapore, I'm pretty sure they're the ones developing um, Skull and Bones. Oh, okay. I that makes a sure. lot more sense for... Yes. Okay. Which, yeah, and apparently, like, I don't know, Singapore... I f remember that story a couple months ago about Skull and Bones, like, how it's been rebooted and Singapore government's kind of involved, which is why Ubisoft hasn't really canned the project. A um, bunch of stuff like that. Um, so you, but I don't know. I would think that this sort of stuff is going on at a lot of other Ubisoft studios, potentially. Mm. If it's going on at all their big ones, I mean, putting my tinfoil hat on there for sure. Yeah. But, you know, it just seems like it's the culture of Ubisoft and it's, it's, you know, like we've said it over and over again, like the people who are in charge that lets this stuff go are not the people that are going to fix it properly yeah and they're also not the ones who are going to bear the brunt of the punishment here they're going to like the the bosses are like the bosses above these studios who who come into these studios see what the studios like and then don't change anything they're not the ones who are going to get punished for it it's the people there like the managers there that rightly should be should have something come down on them but it's never going to go back to like the people at the higher level it that's just not how it works they always 
move to save their own skin by punishing the people like the the direct offenders like not the people who just who oversaw it um so yeah right i agree and and it's interesting uh this article from kotaku says uh singapore's ministry of manpower which that's a i love that Mm. <laughs> Ministry of Manpower. Uh, I feel like it sounds like a wrestling faction. Yeah, either that or like a fucking heavy metal album title or something like that. Okay. Uh, Ministry of Manpower can take punitive measures such as blocking Ubisoft's ability to apply for or renew its work permits for foreign staff for a period of twelve to twenty-four months, which could impact sixty percent of the studio's expert and senior expert roles mm. you know that's a pretty significant thing that can very much affect game development yeah um if if that was the case and they start singapore starts doing that stuff it could very much hurt ubisoft's business which is why you should just make sure you have good culture in the first place yeah yeah uh all righty i mean places with bad workplace culture i question probably cd project red yes i yeah i'm gonna say they probably don't have the best workplace culture based on the kind of stuff that they say on social media and elsewhere um but they're they're updating cyberpunk 2077 they they have a patch and they release some free dlc um i don't know what else to say about it like they're updating cyberpunk is it good yet who could say yeah who knows i mean they you know too they said that the ps5 version will be out in the second half of the year you know we're in the second half of the year i wonder when that's coming (laughs) um but yeah this this patch here 1.3 is uh it's pretty substantial a lot of a lot of different stuff going on here and then the dlc which is free is basically uh two cosmetic items in a new car oh okay well that's, that's pretty not, much it <laughs> that's not that's not what i think of when i think of hashtag content no well i mean the witcher 3 had a lot of little dlcs like that so you know it's not out of the norm i guess for uh cd project red but you know it is a little goofy i guess but I am so curious. Like, I have been curious about this game, about going back, but I'm still just, when I see, I'm holding on, man. I got I to gotta wait for that PS5 version. There's no way. When I see a single patch have this long a patch notes, <laughs> I'm like, yes. what else is there? I know. Oh, my gosh. It's every single going. time you put out... <laughs> Like I'm not sure if they're they're bloating these patch notes out. Uh, is, if some of the stuff isn't stuff they'd normally put in here just to make it look like they're like just to show more work of what you're actually doing. But a lot of studios I see patch it, patch notes that don't get as specific as oh in this specific quest, in this specific quest this thing, in this quest that thing, this item does this thing. Um, we don't see that especially for like. RPG open world RPGs like we generally see hey we we fix some bugs <laughs> um but yeah they they're really diving into it they're they're show they're telling you the specific changes they made i guess i i don't i don't know exactly why they're doing it this way but i mean there there's a lot of information here if you're really looking for it if you're if you're really stuck on one of these quests that had problems before 
Yeah. They'll, they'll, there's a list here of quests they fixed. So if it's on that list, you can go back and do that. Yeah. And when I see this gigantic list of stuff, I'm like, this is exactly why I stopped playing Cyberpunk. Uh. You know what I mean? Like, I wonder how much of this list is just the list of all the quests or <laughs> if there is even more quests beyond this that yeah oh man how big is this game did it need to be this big <laughs> no did it need to come out it did no i they did... put this game out in december <laughs> they did and you don't do that no no definitely not um i saw that i think it was best buy or someplace had this game on sale for ten dollars yes I mean, that is wow. the PS4 and Xbox One versions of it those is. games. It is, but damn. <laughs> $10. Yeah. Honestly, that might be worth it in a way. Like, if you want to play Cyberpunk 2077, but maybe you have a PS5 in your or Series X, and you're willing to wait for that version to come out. Oh, yeah, they are doing the next a free gen, up- yeah. yeah, it'll be a free upgrade, so... Go buy yourself a copy for $10 and then just wait. (laughs) Why not? Unless you have a digital console like me, then you have to buy it digitally, which I don't think it's $10 on the PlayStation Store. No, no. Until like a month and a half ago, you couldn't buy it on the PlayStation Store. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, All right. I'm surprised Sony didn't say, like, you have to make this $10 on our our store because this game's shit. (laughs) <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's not total shit, but Sony thinks it is. Ah, uh, okay. Speaking of not, well, hmm, not shit is Rocket League. It has never Rocket League has never been a bad video game, and it's only becoming a better video game because uh, starting well, when you're hearing this, this patch will already be out. Um, you'll be able to play it at 120 hertz Ooh. on PlayStation Five. Yes. Get all of those frames. Yeah. There's going to be a quality and performance mode. Yes. So you'll be able to run at 4K 60 FPS with HDR. But uh, there's also the, that high frame rate mode as well. That is um, 70% of 4K or 2688 by yeah. 1512 at 120 frames per second with HDR. <laughs> It's an interesting resolution. Both of them have HDR. Yeah, I mean, they're just doing a percentage of 4K, um, which is weird. Um, Yeah, but, you know, this just seems like a pretty typical patch for PS5 versions of games. This is cool, and it's awesome, and it's going to be free and all that. I'm sure, though, this game's going to feel real good with that high frame rate, though. Oh, yeah. I mean, the game already felt pretty good to play on PS4, but, like, damn, if you're running high frame rate in this game fuck yeah yep okay well I think that's the news unless I'm missing something here yeah oh you put in something about <laughs> just another abandoned blue box update alright Tyler let's Jesus it. Christ it keeps going abandoned's gameplay reveal is a few months away but the trailer <laughs> app will be okay. updated sooner uh yeah, so the trailer app still isn't fully updated. We talked last week how that one teaser that was uploaded was like an old teaser. But um, the developer, yeah, said the gameplay reveal is still um, 
still a little ways away um, in terms of what they're trying to do. Um, and yeah, just saying that they're trying to correct the opening teaser and all sorts of stuff, which, you know, damn. <laughs> like, we talked about it a lot last week. I don't want to harp on it too much, but they're just, um, you know, total conspiracy theories aside, they aren't doing themselves much favors with this rollout. Like, it's just really bad. It's really bad to, like, have this weird fucking app, um, constantly delay that, constantly say this, constantly say that, and just not really deliver on it. Um, they're just not doing themselves a lot of favors. I, yeah, I, I wonder <laughs> to what extent, to, like, why, why is it being paid attention to so much anymore? Like, yeah, why, like, it, is it, is it just because of those conspiracy theories? I, probably, honestly, that, probably that it gets this much attention in the media. Like, yeah. And if you look at like any article on like IGN or whatever, like. I'm sure, too, any update on this probably gets them a lot of clicks. Like, these articles usually end up with a lot of comments and all that stuff. So, you know, every little thing is going to be reported on. Um, but I'm sure the conspiracy theories played a big role in it on why it's still still around. Yeah. I mean, normally, like, I, I think in a, in a normal situation, Blue Box Studios... Uh, stays quiet for a little bit until they're ready to actually say anything. <laughs> yeah. And saying this is not much of anything because... Yeah, like, at this point, just, like, go away. You know, make your game. Yeah. Come back when you're ready to have something, and, you know, let's fix this. Uh, messaging is just really bad. Yeah. <laughs> it's all uh, over the place. Yeah. All right. Um... I guess uh, the one thing that I didn't talk about yet, and I'm not sure I want to get into it before I've played the game, is the drama around a Boyfriend Dungeon. I've heard of the drama. I've not read into it too much. So what so, is it? I'll, I'll just summarize it because, again, I haven't played the game yet. Mm -hmm. um, so from what I've heard, Boyfriend Dungeon, when it released, had some content warnings about... Uh, references to stalking and like things of that and emotional manipulation and hmm. like that kind of stuff. It had those warnings. And then people played it and felt those warnings were insufficient for what the content in the game was. Hmm. Because there weren't, weren't just references to stalking, it was depictions of stalking in the game and like and emotional d manipulation. And... Kit Fox Games came out and said, yeah, we're going to update those those uh, content warnings to be more accurate to what we have in the game. Um, but that apparently isn't enough for some people. Some people want the option to turn that content off, which just, from what I've heard from people who've played this game, that stuff is core to the story of the game, and you can't just turn that off because that is part of what this the story this game is trying to tell. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, I... I'm not I don't want to say too much beyond that other than I don't think fans should be able to dictate dictate the art that an artist wants to make. Um yeah. And the stories they want to tell, especially if those stories are very personal. This is an indie developer like mm -hmm. 
I don't like to see dogpiling like this on an indie developer, especially when you have examples, especially in this genre of dating sim games where you have really fucked up shit all the time, and a lot of times there aren't even warnings for that, and you don't see other games in this genre get dogpiled like this. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, yeah, I'm kind of with you on that, of like, we can't be just suppressing stuff just because you don't like it like it's not it's not out there promoting nazi ideology or any shit like that it isn't doing stuff that is actively harmful to the world it is it has content in in there that if you're sensitive to the these subjects and themes yeah you might want to be have a heads up on that Mm -hmm. and sure there's nothing wrong with that definitely and yeah yeah, it just it, it at that point it starts to get into a tricky thing, like I said, of like people kind of manipulating the original intent and story they're trying to tell, and, and that's just not a real good thing to have in a creative industry. Yeah, and I, I think this is really happening uh, a lot in part to because because this is an indie developer, and it, it, yeah, it's a small studio and people feel like they can get at these people more directly where the in a in a bigger studio with a publisher and all that there's so many layers you don't get mm-hmm. you don't get what you feel is access to the developer in a way where like an indie developer doesn't don't have doesn't have those layers of protection around them um and people just feel like they have that kind of access th- they to to make that kind of influence and i, I don't think that's that's right in any either case but yeah I, I agree with you like if if they if a game comes out and it tells a story and it's done in i don't know poor taste or whatever you know i think you know the market's just kind of got to decide that in a way like your game kind of just suck man like get what you're trying to do but didn't didn't work out i I don't know yeah and that's not what we're saying we're not we're not making a judgment on this game Mm -hmm. in particular maybe next time when we come back i'll have played it and i'll I'll be able to say something about it but yeah it's it just sucks i don't want to i don't want to see a world where the fans decide what an indie developer can and can't make (laughs) um and the stories they want to tell um definitely yeah it's it's a shitty situation i'll yeah, I just, I just wanted to bring that up because I, f- I felt like this thing has been going on for like, boyfriend dungeon released last week, and this has been going on yeah. and on throughout. Yeah. Uh, so I, I just wanted to talk a little bit about that, so yeah. it doesn't seem like I'm ignoring it. I'm not ignoring it. I'm paying attention. I'm trying to see what what the heck's happening here. Um, but from all accounts, like, Kid Fox is trying to do the right things, trying to make like create warnings. And I think the most you can do, like, is is what they're doing is making accurate content warnings or putting content warnings, taking feedback, and then updating those content warnings to be, to try to satisfy that, to give players the heads up. Because you should, you should know what you're getting into if there, if there is sensitive content in a game. Yeah, definitely. You, you should know what's yeah. up. And, like, they're doing the right thing. They're going back and updating it. And I feel like that should be good enough. Like, you should, mm-hmm. if you're going to play this game and you see these warnings, 
and you're like, okay, I accept that this stuff is in here, you're yeah. in for it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. They shouldn't have to reassign the game or anything like that. Yeah. I'm with you. All righty. Yeah. I think on that, th- I thought this was going to be a short episode. We've gone past an hour already. <laughs> uh, I think I think that's enough. I think that's enough. We recorded again early, so if any of this stuff becomes irrelevant after between now and when I post it, Maybe I'll put like a little episode <laughs> note in there um, to to address that. But yeah, just just remember, yeah, we recorded this on Wednesday. We normally record it at the weekend. Yeah. So I think next time we record Gamescom will have happened. Shit, Gamescom's next week. Okay. And I know there's that opening night live. QuakeCon's happening, right? QuakeCon, I think, is this weekend. Yeah, it's happening this week. Or yeah, yeah. So we're going to have a bunch of shit that we've missed yes. and that we'll catch up on next time we record. Um, but we're going to leave it at that yeah. for, for, the, for this episode. We'll um, have Formula One to talk about. Yes, we will have <laughs> Formula One to talk about. If you notice, we kept the racing in this one. It was a short segment on the racing, but you know how things are. Uh, so, yeah, we'll catch you all next time. Um, until then, if you have questions, send them to PlayStation Report Podcast at gmail.com. Or via Twitter at PS Report Podcast, you can find. Oh, give us ratings and reviews before you go find me, uh, and then give me a rating and review at the Arctic Sloth uh, if, if, if you want to do that. I got some hot spicy peppers Ooh. that I might eat if my soccer team does poorly. Um, yeah, look out for that. Uh, you can find Tyler and his YouTube channel at Plugged On Vids. Until next time, be good to each other, play your video games, and. Vroom, vroom, vroom.